0: Hello, true crime addicts. I'm Taylor. And I'm Kara. And this is a latte murder, a podcast where we have no idea what we're doing, but we continue to do it anyway.
1: Grab a cup of caffeine. And join us for a latte fun.
0: Here we go.
1: Hi, true crime addicts. How's everyone's week going? Good? Bad? Ugly? Fun? Fun? Mm -hmm.
0: Scary? Great? Good times? (laughs) Anything? No? Nothing? All right. Tough all right. tough crowd. All right. This week we have all my animals up here with me. So if you hear dogs, cats, no hedgehog is up here. How is Zelda doing after her surgery? She's good. She's not on drugs. She's on pain meds. And I had to put it on her ear and that was difficult. Oh, I bet she loved that. Her yeah. Little, she is the grouchiest hedgehog ever. hmm and uh, then I had to give her oral medicine every morning. Love that. Good. good. <laughs> so now she's off meds. Still still doing well. You said that you gave her wheel back to her? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I gave her her wheel back so she could actually run at night and not, not wreak havoc on the rest of her cage. That's good. Because everything was just, like, destroyed. She'd spill her water. She'd spill her
1: food. Well, she's freaking out. She's like, where's my wheel? That's all I run on. I know. She probably got fat, too when uh kara watches me or watched me that's kara all i did. lost her no kara lost i did not Zelda. that's a lie you did you did lose her. i have no i i checked the locks on the cage i have no idea how she got out i don't believe you <laughs> i checked
0: i don't i believe that there i don't is do the, undone. <laughs> i don't
1: do the tailored checking yeah method, exactly but that's why i checked Yeah, so Kara watched her. I couldn't find her. her. (laughs) I hit my mic real hard there. My bad. Oh, well.
0: We don't have like those floating mics that true broadcasters have the ones that like hang down. No. Next step when we get 100,000 subscribers.
1: (laughs) Thank you, everybody who followed us on Instagram. We have over 100 followers on Instagram.
0: Hopefully, you guys
1: listen <laughs> we were really surprised because we were getting like an average of what like six followers a day in, yeah. like the last week and yeah. we were like what
0: and we don't really do anything on instagram like to follow like we follow other accounts but we don't like go and follow a bunch of accounts just for followers right so. right that's why I was surprised we had so many.
1: Yeah, I kept getting alerts like, so-and-so followed you on Instagram. So-and-so followed you on Instagram. And I'm like, what? You're like,
0: what? People like us? Or they just yeah, see the page and like, I'll follow, which is fine, too. Yeah. We appreciate support. Hopefully, we can get people listening that follow us. Yeah. 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 And shout out to all the other new True Crime podcasts that follow us and reach out yeah. to us. Yeah. So,
1: it's awesome. Support, support, support. your small businesses. Yeah. <laughs>
0: small podcasts small businesses everything i love buying like things from like small businesses too too. like you on etsy and on just if they have like Mm -hmm. websites i buy a lot of like book related things from people that yeah
1: there's like make them there's like assignment shop in my uh in the town that i live in that i like to go and get clothes from and stuff and Mm -hmm. support them and a lot of my, like, business casual stuff I got from them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's nice. Like, surprisingly, because, like, sometimes, you know, when you go to, like, those places or you go to, like, Goodwill and you're looking for specific things and you mm-hmm. can't find it. Yeah. I, like, found at least half of my businessy wardrobe stuff mm-hmm. there. I need to go there, then. Which surprises me that I couldn't even find pants, because mm-hmm. you know my legs are really long. Yeah. I'm like, man, these pants are not going to fit <laughs> me. They're going to be way too short. Yeah. Nope. Mm, they fit. And I was nice. like, oh, my God. Yeah. But
0: short. I wear like short pants. I wear like capri type dress pants. I have That's, like the style.
1: I have that tattoo on my oh, yeah. ankle that mm-hmm. is kinda big. Me too. <laughs> well mine's kinda big. <laughs> yeah. And I work with kids. Yeah. Which there are like other counselors who have tattoos. Mm-hmm. I just like I don't know the kids don't care. It's just for me. It's like the parents. Like mm-hmm. I don't know if the parents are like want their kid to see somebody mm-hmm. with tattoos. I don't know. So I just make yeah. sure
0: they're all covered. At least it's not anything satanic. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> Which is good. Yeah. I mean, no one can complain about your anchor. <laughs> yeah, that's true.
1: It's a big one, though. Yeah. Oh, it's fine. It's bigger oh. than what I wanted. But hey, what are you going to do? Shout out to tattoo artists. <laughs> Ta- shout, shout out to that tattoo artist that yeah. really talked me into something. That
0: <laughs> Kara's so, like, what is the word? Impressionable? <laughs> or not impressionable, like...
1: Easily this? influenced? Yeah, easily well, influenced. Well, not so much anymore, I don't yeah. think. But
0: that was like years ago he yeah i am too so i can't say that i'm not
1: yeah not so much old. anymore more i'm I'm mm-hmm. like no mm-hmm. that's not it <laughs> that's like when like when we went and i got mm-hmm. the one on my arm and she put it in the wrong spot mm-hmm. i stood there for a second and i thought i should just let it go and i thought <laughs> you know what i'm not gonna do is do that again i got flashbacks and oh I was like, gosh. actually, can we move it?
0: Yeah. Well, no, you, <laughs> but you're the worst if I, if someone's with you with getting a tattoo, you're like, but do you like it like this? Like, where, like, like where should is, I get it? Is should I okay? move it? Should I move it? Well, I and don't I'm know like, where to get this. What should I do? <laughs> I'm like, is, is it too yours? Big? It's, it's your I don't body. Know. I don't know. I don't know if this is, th- if this is it. Yeah. And if you noticed when I was getting my tattoos, I didn't ask you once <laughs> about location. I was like.
1: This well, looks good, right? Yep. You went first, so I could keep moving the stencil yeah. around my body and be like, maybe here. No, it's not it. Yeah. Which which way should I do it? Because the one I got is like, whether it's upside down or not, it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter. But mm-hmm. with what's around it, like kind of mm-hmm. it, like, I don't know. Yeah, you had to like it like a certain way. Yeah. So. Like I don't know difficult. here. Oh god, I don't know. <laughs> what what side should this flower be on? This side or this side? I don't know. I don't know what to do. Yep. You're difficult. But yeah. it's okay. But then I had tattoos where I'm like, screw it. Just do it. Yeah. Right here. Right? Just give it to Who me. Who cares? Impulsively.
0: Yeah, that's how I am with my tattoos. I'm like, oh, well. It's not like in a place that's like, like moving in an inch isn't really going to change it for me. Like, I'm like, eh. Yeah. It's still there. Yeah. <laughs> but I love all my tattoos. Kara, how many tattoos do you have? I have five, I have eight. And I got my first one before you, and, and you're
1: you're beating me. Yeah.
0: But then we both got two at the same time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I have eight, and I have one that's a lot bigger than
1: Kara's. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just went, you were like, yeah, just make it bigger. <laughs> and I was like, when you when uh, she put the ink, like the stencil mm-hmm. on you, I was like, man, that's really big. Yeah. You're like, you like it? I'm like,
0: yeah, but it's a little big. Yeah. No, but that's I'm not even thinking about that one. I'm thinking about my thigh.
1: Oh my thats huge no, I was thinking about the one that's like on your on my side yeah.
0: yeah yeah my side one I like I think it's a good size for my side because then if I wear like a crop top you can like see the bottom of it yeah so it's kind of like ooh, what's that
1: because I yeah I didn't know i I wasn't there when you got your thigh mm-hmm. one
0: yeah, I think. yeah that You've one's big
1: yeah you have seen cute. it though yeah. Yeah. yeah not in person I've seen it you never what? showed me in person
0: I'm sure I've worn shorts and stuff
1: oh maybe yeah <laughs> Maybe yeah. you say sure, I've, I've seen, seen
0: pictures, and pictures always make things look bigger. Yeah. I mean it's big. It's probably like at least close to a foot. Like I don't know. Let me see it. I don't. I have. It. I don't <laughs> you care. have your pants on. Oh yeah. It's like from here to here.
1: That is what. That's over. longer than a foot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Just pulled out my pants. <laughs> what are you gonna do?
0: Oh. Don't wow. tell your husband. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he listens sometimes. Like he like skips through it, and then he's like, "Why would you say that about <laughs> certain things?" Or when um when you do the de- 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 <laughs> He was like, What is that?
1: <laughs> oh my god Oh my god, <laughs> Forrest Almost sp- <gasps> My dude Almost spilt my coffee everywhere. Oh my gosh. And he typed in your document. <laughs> <laughs> There's cat just kamikaze under the desk. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, he does that. Sorry.
1: <laughs> Almost spilled my coffee. <laughs> two weeks or no
0: it wasn't last week but two weeks here in a (laughs) row forrest is my problem child he acts he is the middle child technically i guess him and like my one dog are but he's like the epitome of (laughs) a middle child
1: my dog is an only child like she's the only dog i have but she acts like an only child yeah i'm gonna stereotype only children here for a second but she's spoiled she thinks she deserves everything she's needy Uh, yeah she yells she talks back to me i'll go mika no and then she'll talk back to me and go like making little shiba noises what a diva she's 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 a bitch yeah (laughs) we're gonna just say it let's tell her let's say how it is yeah
0: no, oh my, Forrest is just the it's a bad one. As Right now, he's seriously scratching at a bug that he's not able to get.
1: His tail's just like right in your face. I know. I think I'm just gonna hold my coffee. <laughs> I'm just trying to prevent it. Oh my god. I see breaks your laptop almost oh in half. Dude, I don't have AppleCare on this laptop. <laughs> you can't break it
0: oh my gosh i, I can't
1: afford another laptop
0: every week care like i don't have apple care.
1: <laughs> i get nervous let me move him mika um today i had my laptop on the floor and she usually doesn't bother it but i'm in the bathroom and i hear her scratching mm-hmm. and i'm like what is she scratching at and i look down the steps and she's scratching at my closed laptop like on the lid and I'm like oh no I'm like oh no no oh no. my gosh I'm like this is at least two years worth of food for you <laughs> if you break this you ain't getting food for two years <laughs> the last two years of your life <laughs> you ain't getting food for two years <laughs> oh my gosh all right all right what else you got
0: nothing <laughs> nothing <laughs> I'm good Are you having a good week uh yeah I mean it was it felt long as it was happening, but then at the end of the week, I was like, oh, it went by pretty
1: quick. So. That was me last week. Yeah. I don't know if anyone listened to episode four, but I think mm-hmm. you could definitely tell I was not all mentally there. I yeah. was <laughs> editing it like, God, Kara, what's
0: wrong with you? Yeah, Kara had a hard week, and I talked over her.
1: <laughs> That's okay. I have a ton of stuff for this week to yeah. make up for it
0: yeah i'm sorry for everyone hearing my voice (laughs) most of the time i just i was
1: not with it last week yeah but that's okay stressed out and anxious yeah that's happened yeah just gotta
0: put it aside and be like it's time to podcast
1: it's time for some murder only
0: true crime matters there has
1: been a murder
0: (laughs) what is that from oh the office yes
1: i missed that (laughs) show there has been a murder
0: I wanted, I always wanted to do one of those.
1: Like a murder miss. Me too. I feel like I'd be really good at it if I was the killer. Oh, I wouldn't.
0: I feel like I'd be <laughs>
1: really good. We
0: need to do the hunted killer boxes that I have. Yeah. Because that's like, I think you would like it.
1: Next time John's like out, like yeah. overnight somewhere, I'll just come over. We'll have wine again. Okay. And we'll just do it all night. Solve a murder. Murder.
0: Yeah. So if anyone has like a hunted killer box, has done it in the past. Let us know, not like what to do, but like
1: how what you thought about. Here's the answer to (laughs) this box. Here's the killer from this box. No, I
0: think it's one killer, and it's like you get eight boxes, and like you have to like keep adding up clues every week.
1: Oh, I thought so. It's kind of
0: like, I mean, we have all the boxes, but like if you were subscribing to it, it would be every like. I thought every
1: box was a different case. No,
0: all one case, and then you have to like all put it together. So it's like you're getting like clues throughout while you're getting the boxes so yeah we'll i let you guys know if we so do
1: well <laughs> who says that line
0: um don't tell me i've definitely
1: seen this show more than you know
0: oh yeah you have i know <laughs> my favorite show. you're obsessed i love it um it was um what's her face phyllis yep <laughs> i don't know why i couldn't think of like her name i saw phyllis. her face i know
1: her name's phyllis in real life too Phyllis. oh yeah, yeah. she
0: was like not supposed to be no she, she was, was like a writer right or... she
1: was part of like casting so picking like who would do casting Mm -hmm. and they were impressed with like when she would read like Mm -hmm. back and forth with the people (laughs) auditioning they were like here here's a yeah here's a part making you you a person here's a part for you yeah and then angela auditioned to be pam Pam, which i'm like nope
0: imagine nope she played her part so well yeah like her Her character is just like she's
1: not at all. Yeah,
0: imagine like Angela and Jim. I like that. Couldn't happen. No, they couldn't have. I feel like if it was Angela, they couldn't have cast John Krasinski. Like, because I don't see them together.
1: Well, it's funny because when you like see interviews with uh, Jenna Fisher and John Krasinski, Mm -hmm. they both say how they were super hoping that the other one got the part. Mm -hmm. So when they each got the call saying that they got the part, they both asked about each other. So John was like, Who's Pam? Is it Jenna? Uh-huh. and and jenna was like who's jim is it john <laughs> it's it w- that's so funny and i'm like emily I emily Blunt. I why is john married
0: to her and uh her jenna fisher's in, yeah married to
1: his name's lee i don't know he's, a, he's a writer oh, okay. i think he's a director and a writer oh okay but that's how they met on one of his movies mm. and she was acting in it but i'm like all right lee and emily listen up here yeah come on jim and pam need to be together come on i know they i love them Yeah, so I always go back and forth on if I like them more, if I like Marshall and Lily more from How I Met Your Mother. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, I I think Marshall, though, in How I Met Your Mother is like my all time favorite character. I just love him. Yeah. (laughs) Just like as like a character. So, yeah, I have to like pick him as a favorite. Yeah. I just love him. I just want to like be friends with him. And that's why my dog is named Marshall.
1: (laughs) No, that's not it. No, it's
0: one of the reasons. Because yeah, but
1: you spelled it like yeah. um, Animal Crossing. Yeah, so yeah.
0: I play Animal Crossing. Kara does too, not as much as me.
1: No, both. I played maybe about an hour of Animal yeah. Crossing, and I was like, I, I really don't know what <laughs> oh to do. Gosh. What am I supposed to do? Just pick we'll up sticks together. all day? <laughs> like we'll what am I supposed to do? And we'll <laughs> do it. I like my Spyro game. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's a good game. Spyro the dragon.
0: But um, he's cute. Yeah, my dog's name is Marshall from an Animal Crossing character, the new Animal Crossing, and also How I Met Your Mother.
1: I love How I Met Your Mother in the office. And Eminem. <laughs> I do like Eminem. Like Marshall. Marshall Mathers. Uh, Marshall Mathers. Yeah.
0: I do like Eminem. I love Eminem. I think he's my favorite rapper. But so many good rappers. I just, I just appreciate it. I grew up with Eminem's, like music, so. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, this week, who are we doing, Kara? Who was your pick? So I picked Lizzie Borden. If you follow us on Instagram and you guessed right in the story of whose photo that was, that creepy photo. Mm-hmm. That's everywhere when you Google Lizzie Borden. Yeah. That is who we're doing.
0: Did anyone guess it? You did. <laughs> I know. I didn't know if anyone else guessed no.
1: it. No. No, you commented and said. <laughs> I said, I know. I know. And I said, you don't count. Yeah. <laughs> Your existence doesn't count. That was said. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Lizzie yeah. Borden. I
0: know. When you said the name, it sounded familiar. And I was like, I remember hearing about that case. But for some reason, I was thinking it was more recent than what it was nope yeah we're
1: not even in the 1900s yeah
0: which is kind of like weird because then i can't say like i didn't know what it was like back then to investigate a murder Mm -hmm. and like what they could use as evidence and like Mm -hmm. if they had fingerprints and stuff like that yeah so it's interesting so kara has a lot i have a little and it's probably the same stuff that kara (laughs) i
1: because i was like you know what i didn't really uh talk so much last week yeah so I'm like, you cannot research as much if yeah. you don't want to. Go, Kara. So, first I'll say my sources. Profiling Violent Crimes an Investigative Tool by Homes and Homes, H. That's not true. <laughs> I listened to the podcast Unsolved Murders True Crime Stories. I listened to their podcast on this. A documentary on YouTube from the Smithsonian Channel. I think the show itself is called The Mysterious Death of... And then dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. So it's Lizzie Borden, The Mysterious <coughs> Death of... Which oh, is interesting okay. because Lizzie Borden is not the victim. Yeah. That's what I thought. That at like first oh. when I read like the chapter in the book. Yeah, yeah. Before like we even decided mm-hmm. to do a podcast, I was like, Oh, Lizzie Borden is not the victim. Yeah. Didn't She's know that. just the main suspect. suspect. <laughs> <laughs> um, spoiler alert. Yeah.
0: I have uh my own well, I use it a little bit from biography.com, but then most of my stuff's from Smithsonian magazine. Oh nice. So it's probably similar to what you watched, like at least.
1: Did you know this poem?
0: Yeah. Well no, I didn't know I it didn't but know the I poem. saw it when I did my research. That's like the first thing that came up.
1: Yeah. So apparently there is a common and well known poem about the case mm-hmm. which I didn't know. I haven't heard of this. No. But it got invented like the like the writing of the poem was mm-hmm. happening during the trial. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> So, it's that old. So, the poem is, Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. Never heard of it. Yeah, me neither. It's not like I sang that in preschool. Yeah. Like a nursery rhyme. No. No. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, that was, like, starting to be a thing during and after the trial. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. it was interesting to me, because I thought I read it wrong, because it says, gave her mother 40 wax when she saw what she had done so i thought it was going to say say when he saw like as in her father Mm -hmm. like when he saw what she had done he she gave her father 41 so i was like i don't know it was weird to me that it's like when she saw what she had done
1: yeah the numbers are off
0: yeah and it's not her mother it's her stepmother Mm -hmm.
1: it's interesting yep all right so here's the overview of the case it's a double homicide that took place on August 4th of 1892. The victims were Andrew Borden and his wife, Abby Borden, and it took place in Fall River, Massachusetts, which is about 50 miles from Boston. Anything else on Overview?
0: One of the most infamous cases in American criminal history, mm-hmm. which is why it's probably in your textbook. Yeah. and I, like, I didn't really know much about it, even though it's like supposed to be a really famous case and lizzie borden is the main
1: suspect so we'll jump right into it then okay so i have let's set the scene oh perfect
0: wow yes it's so organized mine's like okay this person die
1: <laughs> well i told you i was I, I did a little more work yeah this week than last week I'm pres- i just i wasn't i wasn't feeling like <laughs> myself last week yeah and that's how this week i seriously didn't have time to research until yeah. last night yeah that's that was kind of me last week yeah too. Which is kind of nice, working out doing the same case, because mm-hmm. it's, then it's not like, okay, well, my individual case I'm doing is not going to have a lot of stuff yeah. on it, so like at least it lets us piggyback off of each other. Yeah. All right, so let's set the scene. On dun, August dun. 4th... Dun-dun. <laughs> that's... Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, like, that's in a show, like, in between the scenes, or
1: Dun-dun. <laughs> All right, let's set the scene. On August 4th of 1892, it was an unusually hot day in Fall River, mm. foreshadowing. That's like in Gatsby. <laughs> no, for real. That's like in books.
0: Like, think when things happen, like murders and stuff. Mm-hmm. They say it's like hot days because
1: mm-hmm. people get angry on hot days. Wish everyone could see my face because I hate the Great Gatsby. <laughs> so every time Taylor brings it up, I just like cringe internally. I love the Great Gatsby.
0: It's my favorite book. Okay, but go on. It just sounds like it's from a book. Like, oh, it's a hot day. Like, all right, go.
1: It was a full moon. Just kidding. It wasn't a full (laughs) moon. Uh, The town was not used to crime. It was one of those small towns. The population was only 80,000 people. That's a lot. It was an industrious town with a mixture of rolling hills, shopping, and manufacturing. It was not considered a quote-unquote sleepy town, but a town of industry. So, you know, we're moving, you know, not back during the Industrial Revolution. Things have been starting to industrialize Mm -hmm. in America. So the industrial history in Fall River began in 1811, when Colonel Joseph Durfee and several investigators built the first cotton mill. The population grew as more mills and industry was growing. By 1830, the population was over 4,000, and then as more employment began to open, the population increasingly grew, and Fall River had the highest percentage of foreign-born residents of any city in the country, which gave the town great diversity. It was the Irish immigrants right
0: see my did you find like a lot of irish things
1: in your Mm -mm. research no so
0: well just in this one article (laughs) apparently like there was a lot of irish people that settled in this area a lot of people didn't like them like were kind of
1: ew irish
0: yeah like they just didn't like them Mm -hmm. including lizzie and like lizzie like didn't want to be associated with them or were they irish was lizzie yeah i don't think so because she said that she wasn't like that she didn't like them oh Hmm. that's just what i saw because like later on when we talk about the case it'll be
1: oh that's something uh, different we don't have
0: yeah i know i don't know why it was like a big paragraph of stuff about irish people Hmm. okay something are you
1: Irish? Uh, I'm probably part Irish, but I'm mostly Italian. I have some Scottish in me. I mean, my mom's maiden name. I won't say it, but, like, mm. has, like, the mick at the mm, beginning, and yeah. then, like, the third letter's capitalized. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, Scottish.
0: Mm, yeah. Mine's Italian. <laughs> Italiano. Italiano.
1: <laughs> All right. So, let's break down the Borden family. So, I decided to do this because, one, the two victims are part of this family. Mm-hmm. But also, the people who live in the house is an important Mm -hmm. concept because of the police investigation and stuff that we'll talk about later. Okay. So, Andrew Borden is Lizzie's dad. He was a successful businessman who married his first wife and the mother of his two girls, Emma and Lizzie. His first wife's name was Sarah Morse, and he married her when he was 23. So, he bought the house where the murder took place in 1871, and he was a really successful business owner. So... He was the president of the local bank. He had several other business interests. He was the director of three mills in town. He owned real estate properties and he had super expensive taste, but would walk to work. Mm -hmm. So both of his daughters wanted to live in a more prestigious part of town, but he just wasn't that kind of person. Yeah. He was a self-made man. He worked his way up. He started his career as a carpenter, became a fishmonger. I don't have no idea what that is. (laughs) And then a partner in in a casket company. But the more prestigious part of town part that his daughters wanted there was no plumbing or electricity in his house oh like where they lived yeah oh okay. so even though he was prestigious and he and he had all this money mm-hmm. they didn't live in a very rich part of town and they didn't have plumbing or electricity hmm. so they would go to the bathroom in like jars and stuff mm-hmm. and then go take it outside oh my gosh yeah and i'm sure the girls were like can we yeah using, they're like we can afford better than like this. can we not yeah yeah So, after his first wife died, he married Abby, and he was thought to be a good father, be attentive to both of his girls, and even though he worked every day, sometimes 14-hour days and and on weekends, he would be devoted to his family when he was home.
0: That's nice. Yeah. Good
1: dad. Yeah. So, let's move to Abby Borden, who is the stepmom of Lizzie. So, like I said, she's the second wife. She... Was 37 years old when they got married, and so she's considered an old maid. Because remember, think back, you know, these are the 1800s. Women Mm -hmm. are expected to be married and to have kids at a certain age. Mm -hmm. So her being 37, yeah, she was considered to be an old maid. She wasn't married before. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. So she did not have a close relationship with Lizzie or Emma, but there was never any reports of her being, like, physically abusive towards Mm -hmm. them. They just probably didn't like her because their mom passed away and yeah
0: she took their mom's place yeah Yeah.
1: and like lizzie didn't particularly like her she never called abby mom she called Mm -hmm. her mrs borden because she refused to be like this is my mom Mm -hmm. like she didn't really want anything to do with her okay Uh, interesting mm -hmm. yeah lizzie was extremely adamant that abby was not Mm -hmm. her mom in all caps so emma borden is lizzie's older sister She was born on March 1st, 1851. She's eight years older than Lizzie. She was only 12 years old when their mom died. Mm. So, sad. Yeah. Really young. She, mm -mm. She was never married or employed. And she lived with her parents. Then she only lived with Lizzie. Then she lived by herself until the early 1900s. Because her and Lizzie had a falling out over Lizzie's emerging lifestyle. And with this next part, remember... This is the 18 and 1900s. People Mm -hmm. weren't as accepting as they were today. Mm -hmm. So they supposedly had a falling out because Lizzie was possibly a lesbian. Okay. And, you know, that was not acceptable Mm -hmm. back then. Yeah. Definitely wasn't talked about much. It
0: was like, I feel like then it was like a hidden world that people had to like go
1: under Mm -hmm.
0: to if they wanted
1: to live that lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. She bought her own home with some of the inheritance money from the family estate. Hmm. So, now we have Bridget. So Bridget Sullivan is their maid. She moved to the U.S. from Ireland. There's the, yeah, (laughs) there's the Irish part that I said I didn't have.
0: (laughs) That's why Lizzie doesn't
1: like Irish people. Oh, that's not going to be true later. Yeah, Donna, (laughs) Donna. So she moved to the U.S. from Ireland in 1883. She was in her mid twenties when the murders occurred and had worked for the family for about six years. She did many chores, like cooking, washing, and general house cleaning, but Abby, the stepmom, helped with the house cleaning stuff, and then the daughters cleaned their own rooms. So she was like a maid, but she wasn't doing, like, everything. Yeah, they
0: didn't just leave everything for her. Right.
1: So now we have John Morse. So he doesn't live at the house all the time, but he'll come to town to visit and then stay with them. So John Morse is Lizzie and Emma's uncle from Andrew's first wife. Okay. So he's actually their biological uncle maternal uncle yes he's Mm -hmm. not like abby's brother Mm -hmm. him and andrew were considered close friends and he was considered the prime suspect at first oh okay yeah because some people tried to make something out of him coming to town the day before the murders Mm -hmm. but he usually came to town for like business stuff to visit family Mm -hmm. and and to do those like normal like visiting town kind of things uh he was not at home at the time of the murders and was never officially charged he left the house after breakfast and went to town, and many witnesses verified that they saw him in town during the times that the murders happened. Okay. But after the murders, he moved to Illinois and then to Iowa and lived there as a horse breeder.
0: Oh, that sounds fun. Fun fact. Sounds like a fun time. Yeah.
1: And now we have Lizzie. <laughs> I have and Lizzie. Yeah. <laughs> she was born on July 19th in 1860. She was only two when her mom died. Oh,
0: wow. So her sister's older, like yeah. a lot older than yeah, her, 10 years. So you
1: would think Emma would be the one who's like, Abby, you're not my mom. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call you Mrs. Borden. Yeah. But no, Lizzie. Hmm. Yeah, Lizzie was only two. She never got married. Mm-hmm. And so after her parents' death, but, you know, she doesn't consider Abby a parent. Yeah. She moved in with Emma, like I said, in a better part of the city and sold the family home. So after the parents died, mm-hmm. they moved into a more prestigious part of the city. Yeah. Like they wanted to from like when they were alive. Yeah. So, friends stated that she was always upset with her father because he didn't want to move to a better part of the city even though he had the money and the means to. Mhm. Shady. Yeah. She was 32 when the murders happened. She died of natural causes in 1927 when she was only 67 years old. She left an estate of more than $200,000 and it was given to an animal humane society oh wow so that's nice yeah and she's buried if and you know who cares she's (laughs) buried yeah (laughs) you know she's buried in oak grove cemetery in fall river with her sister and other members of the family including her sister who died in infancy which i didn't know about yeah
0: i didn't know that either yeah that was good overview of all of them because
1: it's kind of like the relationships of the family members and the people who live Mm -hmm. in the house are really important yeah, because of all like the clues that the police were trying to put together,
0: but it doesn't seem like nothing from that those their backgrounds like sticks out as like a huge thing. Like, yeah, oh, like that's suspicious. They're all it's, it's like, like a normal life. Yeah,
1: you can be mad at your dad for not wanting a bigger house when yeah. you have the money to, and mm-hmm. you know, not kill your dad. Yeah, <laughs> for that. So yeah, we'll just hop Sus- right in. Supposedly kill your dad. Dun dun. <laughs> all right, the murders there has murders. been a, a murder, murder. <laughs> all right so i'm just gonna overview the the day all right so on the day of the murders bridget who again is the maid was the first I, one to wake up sorry so have a thing
0: um they also called bridget maggie
1: yeah okay I, yeah it's interesting yeah
0: i was like i don't know if it's a middle name but i have maggie as like in my yeah. story so if i say maggie it's Bridget. Yeah, I
1: don't know why they called her Maggie. Yeah. Oh, yes, I do. Oh. Yes, okay. I do. The podcast that I listened to said that their other maid's name was Maggie, mm-hmm. and so they just called her Maggie, <laughs> which I'm like, okay. Rude. Like, can she have her own identity? Yeah, what the
0: heck? I didn't know that. I just It yeah. said, like, Bridget, like, and then Maggie in quotes, so in the article i was reading it said maggie as like her name so that's what i have in
1: mind. yeah i think their other maid's name was maggie and so they're like let's just call her maggie wow for not being like oh we're rich people would do <laughs> you don't get your own every maid is the same yeah oh my god work for us <laughs> yeah bridget, or bridget bridget and or maggie yeah was the first one to wake up she lived on the third floor of the home and got up to start breakfast so she went down the flights of stairs to get to the kitchen Lights of stairs thing is important. Okay, <laughs> so, foreshadowing.
0: Yeah.
1: So Abby, the stepmom, arrived in the kitchen thirty minutes after Maggie mm-hmm. or Bridget, and then Andrew, the father, came down about five minutes after her. Okay. Andrew carried a slop jar, so you know. 30, yeah. They're they're wasting. Mm-hmm. Took it outside, past the barn to dispose of it. So John, so this is the uncle, because mm-hmm. John spent the night. John, Andrew, and Abby all ate breakfast together. And then John left to go do business in town. Okay. Andrew leaves to go supervise the remodel of a large business structure that he had recently purchased. So at about the same time Andrew leaves, Lizzie comes into the kitchen to eat, mm-hmm. but said that she wasn't really hungry, so she only ate coffee and cookies. Okay. So the thing about that is Lizzie would sometimes skip meals with the mm-hmm. family because she just wanted to like not associate with Abby as much as possible. Mm -hmm. So to me, this is her being like, I don't want to eat a big meal and be down here for longer than I have to. Mm -hmm. Just give me some coffee and cookies. Yeah. So Bridget was also ill that morning. And so Bridget or Maggie goes outside to go throw up because she's sick. Pregnant? (laughs) No. So when she comes back in, Abby said that she wants Bridget to clean the windows inside and out. So with the, the family was sick during this time. And Abby thought the family was poisoned because Andrew was not well liked in the town at all. Oh, uh, why? I don't know. He just wasn't well liked. Hmm. So seems
0: like a fun guy to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who knows? Who though? knows? But yeah, so they weren't well liked in the town. So mm-hmm. Abby thought that the family was poisoned. Okay. But also, sidebar: mm-hmm. a day before, a day or two before the murder, Lizzie tried to buy hydrogen cyanide, but mm-hmm. the shop owner wouldn't sell it to her. And she would tell the shop owner, like, oh, it's for science experiments. And he was like, because, again, this is the time where women mm-hmm. can't do anything. Yeah. So he was like, come back with your father. And she's like, no, mm. he doesn't approve of my science experiments. And he's like, I can't sell this to you. Interesting. Yeah, because cyanide, you know, Kills makes me feeble. think of Donald Harvey. Yeah. Good old Donald Harvey, his Maybe favorite. Maybe
0: learned from Lizzie. Oh, oh no. Yeah,
1: because he, he didn't have a. Uh, Vernon <laughs> didn't have it anymore. it. <laughs> so uh, if you have no idea what we're talking about, that's an episode three. Yeah. <laughs> so that's an interesting tidbit.
0: Yeah, I did have that I didn't have it with cyanide though. I had it was. I mean, it probably doesn't really matter.
1: She tried to buy prostic acid. Yeah, that's but what it was. Prossic acid is hydrogen cyanide. Oh, okay. Yeah. that's what
0: I have. Yeah, yeah. prossic
1: acid. Okay, but the shop owner was like, "No, no, I cannot. Yeah, I can't sell this to you." So that's Good. just a sidebar that comes that comes in later. Yeah, because okay. family was sick. So Bridget starts her chores, and she stated that that was the last time that she saw Abby alive. So, according to Emma's testimony, like when they're in court and stuff later, the sisters both left the house, and Lizzie came back a period of time later, around nine fifteen in the mm-hmm. morning. So Bridget finds Abby. Abby's body mm-hmm. in the guest room where John had spent the night. Ooh. So Emma was visiting friends about fifteen one five miles away, and would be alerted about the murders by telegram. But <laughs> Te- telegram,
0: <laughs> like a horse, freaking rides
1: up there like I have a telegram.
0: telegram.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the British away. are coming. The British are
0: coming. <laughs> oh my god, it's not funny, but it is funny. I just imagine like a freaking guy on a horse waving a paper. But okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, but she didn't rush home. Mm. So you find out that your stepmom and your dad are killed. Yeah. But you don't rush home.
0: Yeah, like let me finish what I'm doing here. And I then think I'll she worry was getting
1: it. clothes made. I think she was getting fitted for like dresses, mm. and that's for where her she was. New home. Dun dun. Yeah. <laughs> but she came home that evening. Hmm. She didn't rush home. To me, I'm like, you know, if I get a telegram or even like a text message <laughs> or an email that telegram. says, "Hey, we found your parents dead." Yeah.
0: You're gonna go. I'm
1: probably gonna rush home. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or, like, break
1: down. Yeah. There. Shady. Yeah. Emma. So, this is Bridget's account of the day. So, this Mm -hmm. is what she testified in court. Quote, Then I washed the parlor windows on the south side of the house, the Kelly side. This was away from the screen door. Before I started washing, Mrs. Kelly's girl appeared, and I was talking to her at the fence. Then I washed the parlor windows, the two front windows. Between times, I went to the barn and got some water. I washed the dining room windows and one parlor window on the side, I went to the barn for water twice while I was on the south side of the house. Went round the rear and went three or four t- more times while I was working in the front of, in the front on the other side of the house. Then I went past the screen door to the barn. During all that time, I did not see anybody come into the house. Ooh, okay. So Bridget also said that that she saw Lizzie in the house on the second floor. Then Andrew came home and went to the dining room, then the lounge. Mm-hmm. So this is what she says about that. Miss Lizzie came downstairs and came through the front entry into the dining room. I heard her ask her father if he had any mail. But I hear her tell her father that Mrs. Borden had left a note that she had gone out. Mm. So according to Bridget's testimony, mm-hmm. Abby left the house. Yeah, and he came back. Correct. Mm-hmm. But in like the documentary and stuff abby never leaves she wait abby
0: when did abby leave oh oh
1: you mean right. the mom?
0: yes the stepmom didn't yeah, leave correct but lizzie's saying that she left
1: yeah that she left a note saying like mm-hmm. that she was going to go see a friend who was sick mm-hmm. but according to like other things she's cleaning the guest room where john mm-hmm. slept yeah because remember she would help with the house mm-hmm. cleaning stuff yeah and that's where her body's found. That's where she's killed is in the mm-hmm. guest room that John slept in. Okay. So and Bridget didn't say that she saw Abby leave at right. all. Right. Okay. Right. So so that's so and there's also things where like yeah, Lizzie said that there's a note left from her, but nobody has the note like this. Oh, note, she just said it. Like, yeah. She didn't like present there is no note. yeah, there is no like physical evidence of a mm-hmm. note. Okay. Done. Done. Makes sense. So after finishing the windows, Bridget said that she took a nap. Mm -hmm. And Lizzie woke her up about 11.15 and stated that someone had killed her father. So, a next-door neighbor named Adelaide Churchill testified that she returned home in the early morning and saw Bridget running over to Dr. Bowen's house. Mm -hmm. She went to the house and saw Lizzie standing at the screen door, and Lizzie told Adelaide that her father was dead. So, this is what she said in court. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Where is your father? In the sitting room. And I said, where were you when it happened? And she said, so Lizzie said, I went to the barn to get a piece of iron. I said, where is your mother? She said, I don't know. She had got a note from someone who was sick, but I don't know. But she is killed too, for I thought I heard her come in. So then Lizzie said, father must have an enemy, for we all have been sick, and we think the milk had been poisoned. She continued by saying, Miss Russell, another neighbor, came soon afterwards and Lizzie said that she wished someone would try to find Mrs. Borden. So Bridget and I started. She led the way, and I went upstairs. I turned my head to the left, and when I got up so my eyes were level with the front hall, I could see across the floor of the spare room. At the far side, I saw nothing that looked like— I saw something that looked like the form of a person. I turned and went back. I don't know what I did. I went to the dining room and made some noise or other, and Miss Russell said, Is there another? And I said, Yes, she is up there. That's weird. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
0: Just how she acted about it. She's like, yeah, she's upstairs. Yeah. Also dead. Like. That.
1: saying it? That's the neighbor saying it. Yeah. Not that Lizzie. she said that yeah. though. No,
0: Lizzie oh. didn't find the mom. Oh, the neighbor found the mom. Okay. The neighbor okay. found the mom.
1: Yeah. But there's also like stuff in different sources that mm-hmm. say that Lizzie never really like, cries or like cries oh, yeah, or saw anything. That
0: too. Like even during interrogation, she yeah. like, never does. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like, mm, if my dad was, was dead on the floor, I'd yeah. probably of be your, sobbing.
0: Of your own house, too. Yeah. Like, you don't think that you were ever in danger, too, if I, someone didn't like your family? I'd probably
1: be sobbing hysterically. Yeah. Yeah. So, Lizzie claims that she finds her father, mm-hmm. and then this neighbor finds Abby. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I think we should look at the timeline mm-hmm. of what happened. Because a lot goes down that morning, because mm-hmm. we're still in mourning here. Like I said 6 o'clock a.m. Mm-hmm. Bridget leaves her room to get breakfast ready. About 7 o'clock Andrew and Abby come downstairs and then John also leaves the guest mm-hmm. room to go to the kitchen. At eight fifteen, 15 Lizzie comes down to the kitchen for breakfast. At eight forty-five, John leaves the home to go to town and visit friends and then Andrew locks the doors. Um, this comes in later but A few weeks or so before the murders, someone had broken into the house, Mm -hmm. so now they lock their doors, whether somebody's in the house or not. Gotcha. So their doors are always locked, so he goes and he locks the door after John
0: leaves. Do you know anything about the break-in, like if they stole
1: stuff, or... I think they stole stuff. I have that somewhere. Gotcha. So at 9 a.m., it's suspected that Abby's killed at 9 in the morning, Mm -hmm. so 15 minutes after John leaves. Okay. At 9.15, Andrew leaves the home. To walk to town, which is five minutes away. Mm -hmm. So, according to this timeline, Abby's killed before Andrew even leaves the house, Hmm. which is interesting. Oh, because John left, Andrew locked the door, Mm -hmm. and he's still home. Correct. Okay. And then Abby gets killed, Mm -hmm. and then 15 minutes later, Andrew leaves. So, at 9.30, Andrew gets back home. 9.45, he goes into the sitting room to take a nap, Mm -hmm. which is where he's killed, in the sitting room. So, at 11.10, so between 9.45 and Mm 11.10, this is when Bridget, you know, is claiming that she's cleaning and going to the barn Mm -hmm. and getting water and, like, doing all this stuff. Her chores for the day. Correct. So, at 11.10, Lizzie calls for Bridget and tells her that Andrew's dead. Mm -hmm. Lizzie does not come into the sitting room, sees her father from a distance, so she doesn't physically go into the room. She Mm -hmm. can see it. At 11.15, Dr. Bowen, who's that neighbor, mm-hmm. comes to the house and discovers him. At 11.20, the police are called. At 11.30, John comes back to the house. Mm-hmm. At 11.45, Dr. Dolan, the medical examiner, comes to the house. And at 1 p.m., Andrew's taken to the morgue. So a lot happens. Before 1 p.m. of yeah. that day. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I just a nice timeline of, yeah. of the morning.
0: So before you go to the crime scene part. Okay, so this, I don't know if this will be confusing because it's, like, a little different. Well, at least what I found, maybe it's just because it's, like, lacking as much detail. Mm -hmm. But, like, it felt different to me. So I had that, all the same stuff, like, where they were killed and who was home. Mm -hmm. So, like, that Bridget was home. But, so Lizzie claims that on the day of the murders walked in the home from coming in the barn like you said and found saw her father's body Mm -hmm. she yelled for bridget or maggie who was resting on the third floor but i was like even though it's the third floor i thought it was weird if bridget didn't hear anything Mm -hmm. because to me like nowadays like people wear headphones or whatever and like can't hear more understandable but like back then in these old houses i feel like she would hear something if someone was being murdered one or two floors below her
1: yeah but you know she's also sick mm-hmm. so she's probably not in yeah. like the headspace but also you know she's talking about cleaning the windows inside and outside mm-hmm. she's going to the barn to get water yeah so but then did possible. she not pass the room that was some a dead body was in it?
0: i don't know i just thought that was suspicious mm-hmm. not that i'm saying like i don't even know if bridget is involved in any way but it was just weird to me that she didn't hear it yeah and i said i said it reminded me of legally blonde when she's like you
1: took a shower after a perm, and, like, <laughs> like that doesn't make how many, sense. How many perms have you gotten in your yeah. lifetime? So wouldn't it make sense that somebody who's gotten, say, I don't know, the number 30 yeah. perms in her life would know that you can't shower <laughs> right after?
0: Yeah, so that's what it makes
1: me I thinking. thought it was you walking through yeah. the door. <laughs> so then
0: when we talked, you talked, like, you only brought up a doctor once, like, that a doctor came in the timeline. Time mm-hmm. So apparently, at least... From this website this is the smithsonian magazine mm-hmm. that lizzie asked Maggie yeah maggie bridget slash bridget to go get a doctor like when she saw the body mm-hmm. but she told her to only go to the doctor that's like across the street which was dr bowen i think yeah which was not this is where the irish thing comes into play because he wasn't irish he wasn't an irish doctor. oh so she
1: said go specifically to him because he's not irish i think so which is so weird because Maggie's mm-hmm. from Ireland. Yeah.
0: So that's what I think. I I mean I could it could be flipped. Maybe that she's more she likes Irish people and maybe he wasn't Irish. Yeah, I, I don't know. know. Whatever whichever way. She told him told Maggie to go to this guy's house specifically. Mm-hmm. But their next door neighbor was also a doctor and like diagonal to their house was also a doctor and they oh. didn't even go to their houses. Interesting. So I thought that was weird. Yeah. And that's what, like the article was like, What? Suspicious. So and then she um, continued to, like, tell those stories and people. That was what happened that day. And, like, mm. Maggie basically went to the doctor's house. No one was home. And he, like, so he didn't get there in time to help him. help him. Yeah. not know. So, yeah. That's. Uh, Interesting. I just thought that was, like, weird to me. But I had all the same
1: other things. But... Yeah. Hmm. Interesting tidbit. Interesting. I didn't realize that there were, like, four other doctors in the neighborhood.
0: Yeah. I know. That's. I mean, it could just be, like also not
1: true but that's what maybe he was like said. the only one that like they were cool with like yeah. you know how you have neighbors where mm-hmm. you're like ill yeah but like if your dad is dead or dying there's a, you, listen you, there's you... a lot of things that lizzie does that make no yeah. sense in this
0: case <laughs> like you would go to any doctor you can to help them but no only non-irish doctors i guess i don't yeah, know i don't know so that was the only thing i had to add.
1: interesting thank you yes <laughs> <laughs> go forth <laughs> The crime scenes. Ooh. So let's talk about the house for a second, because mm-hmm. so this, this is important. So the house itself is three stories. The first floor has the lobby, the kitchen, the front room, the sitting room, so where Andrew was found, and mm-hmm. the dining area. The second floor has the bedroom of Andrew and Abby, Lizzie's room, Emma's room, and the guest room where John spent the night mm-hmm. and where Abby's is found. And then the third floor was just like all of Bridget's room. Mm-hmm. So the reason why like the house is important to know. And where you said, like, didn't she walk past the bodies? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure exactly which rooms or whatever, but certain rooms in the house could only be accessed by certain staircases.
0: Mm. Oh, there's multiple staircases.
1: Yes. So that's one of the arguments that the police have where Mm -hmm. it's like it had to be somebody in the house Mm -hmm. because they would have to know the structure of the house. Or maybe the killer just guessed, mm-hmm. like, which staircases to use. Yeah. Because if it is an outside person, they would want to get in and get out as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. So you can't, you know, waste time by going, oh, crap, mm-hmm. this is the wrong staircase. Yeah. So that's why you were, like, when she walked past the body, maybe she took a different staircase or something. Yeah,
0: maybe there's a, maybe there's even, like, a servant's staircase yeah, or something, something like that. Yeah, something, yeah.
1: Okay. So that's important to know. Mm-hmm. So the poem says that... Abby had 40 wax and her father had 41, which mm-hmm. is not true. It's just right. It's overkill, but I'm bum. So Andrew had 10 blows to his head and Abby had 18. So mm-hmm. the poem like really just went mm-hmm. for it.
0: Oh, and I forgot to say when you read the poem, it says that she took an axe. She actually used, well, the weapon was a hatchet.
1: hatchet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. So, so fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> So, Abby's blood was dark and sticky around her body. So, that means that that murder happened a while ago. Mm-hmm. And according to the timeline, she was killed even before Andrew leaves the house. Mm-hmm. But Andrew's blood was still dripping, which means his death was pretty recent. Mm-hmm. So, the argument about the blood is that it could not have been done by an outsider, because the difference in the consistency in the blood shows that the murders were done far apart, maybe an hour and a half apart. Okay. But during that documentary, a retired homicide investigator thinks that it was a burglary gone wrong and believes that the murders were only 15 minutes apart. Mm. So different from, like, the timeline and stuff. And then the forensic psychology professor that they had on the documentary believes mm-hmm. that it had to be somebody who knew the layout of the house because, like I said, only certain rooms in the house could only be reached by specific staircases. Hmm. So, there's different arguments that say, yeah, the murders took place 15 minutes apart. Mm -hmm. There are people who think it took an hour and a half apart. Yeah. But Abby was definitely killed first because Mm -hmm. her body was there longer because her blood was really dark and sticky.
0: Hmm. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird to have, like, differing. I mean, it it matters. It matters and it doesn't matter, like, how far apart they were for the case Mm -hmm. because whether or not we say it's an hour and a half or 15 minutes apart people home are the same it's still lizzie and bridget the only ones home yeah
1: because they're trying to figure out if it was a stranger or not yeah because then it
0: it could be closer together if it was a stranger right because
1: you know you have lizzie and uh bridget who are Mm -hmm. still home yeah so it'd be different if nobody was home at all and it was only andrew and abby because then it still could be an outsider you know they have more mm-hmm. time yeah but even if no one being home you still want to get out as soon as possible yeah. in you, case somebody comes you home. wouldn't wait an hour and a half in between right them. yeah but if it's somebody who lives in the house mm-hmm. just did it like you know as they yeah. could really they, yeah. you know they could wait an mm-hmm. hour and 15 minutes between yeah especially if andrew wasn't home mm-hmm. so yeah that's yeah so i thought that was interesting yeah so the autopsies so the medical examiner was w.a dolan mm-hmm. he described the injuries but reports were different back then and they didn't offer a cause of death so you we you know that medical examiners now will give a cause of death mm-hmm. so there are, i could go through like all the details of the report i'm not going to mm-hmm. because it doesn't really matter but the autopsies were performed one week after which i thought was really weird mm-hmm. does that usually happen
0: I mean, now, I have no idea because it's probably more efficient now, I would think, than back then because maybe it was just, like, I don't know, maybe they didn't even do autopsies for people. Yeah. Like, we had this discussion on another case, like, who do, they, who do you do an autopsy for? Like, maybe they yeah. didn't do it often and... Right. Who knows? And if, like, it also depends how the bodies were preserved, like, if they yeah. were preserved the right way to, like, perform an autopsy that long after... Mm-hmm. Or if they were just like sitting around like decaying, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I just thought one week was really like a long time, mm-hmm. especially for homicides. Yeah, because I feel like wouldn't you want to find the person as quickly as mm-hmm. possible?
0: Yeah, and that yeah, that could just be, it could just be the case, or it could be just a time of yeah, like in the eighteen hundreds yeah thing.
1: See, I thought that was weird. Mm-hmm. Okay, so remember earlier when we were talking about the cyanide and the mm-hmm. poisoning? Yeah. So Lizzie tried to buy cyanide. Mm-hmm. And then Abby believed that the that they were all being poisoned yeah. with the milk because Andrew was not well-liked. Mm-hmm. So and they the all od- felt sick, yeah. supposedly. Yeah. Okay. So, during the autopsies, the prosecution knew about her trying to buy cyanide. Mm-hmm. So, like we said, Lizzie's the main suspect. So, they're hoping that during the autopsies they can find some sort of, mm-hmm. you know, bad chemical in their bodies. Yeah. They didn't find anything. They... The uh, medical examiner, this Dr. Dolan, dissected their stomachs, and he did find evidence that f- uh, that it was mm-hmm. food poisoning. Um, the weird thing about that, so the podcast I listened to said that since they were such a rich family, like food poisoning was common back then mm-hmm. because they didn't have the means, like not everyone had the means to preserve their food, yeah,
0: like refrigerators and freezers right. and stuff like that, right. Mm-hmm. But
1: but this podcast made the point that since they were such a rich family, they probably had a freezer. But who knows, because they didn't even have a bathroom. Yeah. So. So, food poisoning was a common thing back then. Because nobody really, nobody knew, like, the things we know now about, like, make sure you cook your chicken all the way, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So. Or even the milk, like, or
0: they said, like, oh, the milk is poison, but. Yeah. Could have just been a milk. Spoiled milk. Yeah, not
1: (laughs) not being kept well. Yeah. And so the medical examiner Mm -hmm. determined that there was evidence Mm -hmm. that there, it was food poisoning. Yeah. So I don't know why Lizzie was buying
0: cyanide. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Well, that's a in. I don't know if do you talk about that later at all? Anything else about that? About the cyanide? Yeah. No. Someone. I mean, after we'll talk about the court cases and obviously, um. But people think that she was just like misidentified and it was like someone else trying to buy it. Mm. And they said like they just said like oh it was her but that's what they say. Mm, it was, she was like misidentified. But yeah, I mean the thing is that even if. To me, it doesn't make sense if she was trying to buy it, let's say it actually was her mm-hmm. and she didn't buy it because unless she stole it or something, but I don't know if it was like kept away or whatever. Yeah. So she wasn't able to use that to poison technically unless she got it from somewhere else, which she could have. But also, yeah, I guess if you want to poison them to kill them to make sure they're home and sick or whatever, that would be a reason. But like if you're going to kill them with a hatchet, why even go through the trouble of poisoning them?
1: I don't know. I wonder if she tried to poison them and they just weren't dying. Yeah, and she was oh, like, "Oh, maybe." And she's like, "I screw just screw it. it. We'll yeah. just we'll just use a hatchet."
0: Maybe. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah, or like I said, just to keep them home. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you're sick. Don't go to work. Just stay home.
1: To like have that opportune moment to yeah. like do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah,
0: there's like a couple reasons I guess she could have poisoned, yeah. but. Yeah, it was just weird. I feel like they probably weren't poisoned, but who mm-hmm. knows if... I don't even know if cyanide, like, since our bodies were sitting for a week, if that effect... If, well, cyanide, oh. like, disintegrate. That's a good you point. Know, like, That's a good point. Will the stomach acids yeah. dissolve it? Who knows, but yeah.
1: Yeah, that whole week after thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know about that. So, it could have been a lot of things. So. Makes me feel weird that he waited a week yeah. to look at bodies that mm-hmm. were of homicides. Yeah, like, I know. Like, I don't know. It's just... Yeah, done done. It just <laughs> seems suspicious. But I definitely think the, their
0: cause of death was the hatchet. Wax, yeah, for sure not the poisoning either no. way.
1: No, you know. You don't you don't die after getting hit 18 times in the head with a yeah. hatchet. There's no way. And then the poison kills you after yeah, that. There's no way. <laughs> that would be some luck. Oh my gosh, yeah. To survive a hatchet attack <laughs> and yeah, then you're like, like, "Wow, I'm okay." Yeah. And then you drink like some bad milk that's poisoned and you're like, "Dang." That's that's, that's what the gets one. you. That's yeah. the yeah. one. That's, that's why I don't drink milk. <laughs> <laughs> I hate milk.
0: You just had coffee that had milk no, in it. No, no,
1: I can't drink straight milk.
0: Oh, I I used to. But I don't. I try not to drink straight milk.
1: Ew, it's disgusting. Milk and cookies. I eat no I like milk almond milk. Oh no,
0: I only like milk from
1: a cow. Ew, <laughs> I only
0: like almond milk in things like in coffee or yeah. in. Like... Well, I'm not paying an extra twelve
1: dollars oh, yeah. at Starbucks yeah. to put almond milk in my coffee. No, I agree. Which... But I'll
0: I'll have milk in
1: cereal. No, I got to have almond milk. Like, really? I'll put almond milk in my smoothies. Mm-hmm. I oh, I
0: do, too, for smoothies. So. I Oh. Almond milk in smoothies is good. Okay. I have a
1: good recipe, I'll have to tell you. Oh, I have a good one, too. Okay, I'll oh. well, share. <laughs> this has now turned into a, this is a food podcast Yeah, now. <laughs> a nutritional podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Suspects. Dun-dun. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, Andrew Borden was not well-liked in the town. Mm-hmm. His net worth was $400,000, which is close to about $10 million today.
0: Oh, wow. That's
1: a lot. Yeah. Of course, suspect number one, Lizzie. Mm-hmm. No physical evidence connected her to the murders. There, <laughs> That's weird to just me. Just none. She, like, lived in the house. There has to be some evidence. Apparently there's none. There was a dress that she burned in the kitchen several days after the murders, though. hmm So, the podcast stated that she burned it when she found out that she was being investigated. And... Do you have who said that she burned it?
0: Miss Russell. Who's that? Their family friend neighbor. Oh, okay. I th- Wait, let me see. Who did I have that said that? Someone said. I'll have to find it in my notes. But yeah, someone was like, oh, I saw her burning it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Who's that
1: family friend? Because okay. she stayed with them mm-hmm. after the murders oh, yeah, yeah. to, like, be with them to mm-hmm. make sure they were okay and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And so when she was like, what's up? Why mm-hmm. are you burning that dress? You know, as they talk in mm-hmm.
0: the 1800s what's up what's dude? up
1: why you burn that dress dog <laughs> she said that she spilled paint on it and she couldn't get it cleaned but
0: at so at the trial sorry if i jump ahead no, no, but this no, is fine. like has to do with the dress so she got inquested two days later and she says that she's wearing the same dress she was wearing that day
1: oh i didn't see that yeah
0: she like tells them that oh this is the dress i was wearing that day which i'm like why didn't you change your clothes what the frick or she just didn't wash them i don't know
1: or she burned it and she was like yeah yeah, I, mm-hmm. I don't know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. This is the dress I wore. Yeah. yeah,
0: but they found small blood splatter, not splatters, but small, like, blood on the hem of it. So oh. just meaning, like, maybe she walked through the blood yeah. or something. Yeah. So there wasn't, like, I mean, if you walk them with a hatchet, there'll be blood all over the dress, probably. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they did say that they found trace blood on the hem of what she said she was wearing the day of the murders. Mm-hmm interesting that's what i'd say about the dress (laughs) (laughs) the dress the dress
1: yeah so suspect number two Mm -hmm. is called suspect one Mm -hmm. several months before the murder someone had broken into the house and took many things including money because of the break-in like i said andrew decided to keep all the doors unlocked even during the day when somebody was home Mm -hmm. the thief was never caught but some people think that he came back and was confronted. So mm-hmm. that homicide, that enti- that retired homicide detective from the documentary, believes that it was a burglary gone wrong. Gotcha. Because he's like, I've I've like looked at cases mm-hmm. in my own career where that happens. Yeah. Where someone suspects that nobody's home, mm-hmm. they break in, they get confronted, they freak out, yeah. and then they kill him.
0: Which does happen, but yeah. it's, it's, I feel like it's unlikely with this case. There's no sign of a break-in. There's no sign of a break-in, and there's, like, all those staircases like we mm-hmm. talked about. And even if they broke in and stole stuff, that doesn't mean they were able to learn the layout of the house. All right. Like, have it, like, mm-hmm. memorized, like... We i go in a house i barely i barely remember the second yeah, time i'm in a house i'm where pretty go. sure you
1: asked me a lot like where my bathroom was the yeah. first time like <laughs> yeah. the first few times you came over you're like where's yeah. your bathroom yeah I'm like well we got two which one would you like to go to the upstairs or the downstairs yeah. <laughs> but yeah it's
0: i mean you have to have it in the back of your head right so that's could be what happened
1: i didn't even know i so the house you live in now i had mm-hmm. no idea you had an attic yeah, well, we that door, it. well, that door. will Well, that door to come upstairs to your attic didn't even notice it was there. It appeared, like, magically. Because when you were like, oh, yeah, it's the door that's right here. And then, because mm-hmm. we were on the phone when you were telling me, and I'm like, where is that door? <laughs> like it's I. like had, a
0: Narnia door. Yeah,
1: I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what door you're talking about. I go, that one's the bathroom. That one's the guest room. That one's your room. <laughs> I think you have a closet door. Do no, you have a closet no. door in your hallway?
0: No, in the bathroom we have a closet. Oh, see, so yeah, I've
1: been in your house, what? <laughs> At least twenty times. And I
0: live in a small.
1: House. Yeah, I have no idea. Do you know we have a basement? I do. Okay, that's where your washing machine yeah. is.
0: Yeah.
1: You you never let me go in the basement though, which I think is.
0: I never let you go in the
1: basement. Have you asked? Well, when I spilled coffee two episodes yeah. ago on myself, and I was taking the towel, yeah. I was like, "Do you want me to put it by your washing and dryer?" You're like, "No, just put it by the yeah, by that's the door." True. Which got hiding Suspicious. down in your basement. Done. Done.
0: <laughs> no, I uh, I didn't just I didn't think you wanted to walk three stories down. So. But you can go down. It's creepy, though. My basement is creepy. It's like. You think everything's creepy. No, my basement's creepy.
1: You're a paranoid person. I'll
0: let you look at my basement. It's creepy. And my mom is even afraid to go in my basement. I'll, I'll
1: let you go down to my basement in a week. Yeah. <laughs> Clean stuff.
0: Yeah. Let me get some peroxide <laughs> out. Hydrogen peroxide wash. Done. <laughs> All right, go. All right.
1: So some theorize that Lizzie and Bridget committed the murders. Mm-hmm. And that Bridget was paid to go back to Ireland, but she never did. Hmm. There was also a rumor that there was a deathbed confession from Bridget, mm-hmm. but it was never verified.
0: Why? I, why do I have like so much trust in Bridget?
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know. I just like trust her. I'm like, she was washing the windows. She was yeah. sleeping, she was which sick. I said. I well, I guess they don't because I was like, that's suspicious. You didn't hear, which I do still think that, but. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I don't, I don't she have a been, feeling. She could
1: have been getting a drink at the barn. Yeah,
0: I have a feeling that she didn't do it, but that's just me. Who who am I?
1: <laughs> but yeah, there's like a there's a deathbed confession from her where she said that she knew like Lizzie was there mm. and that she covered for her because there are rumors. Oh, so she's saying that that she Lizzie covered did for it. her and that she lied in court mm-hmm. because there are rumors going around that Bridget and Lizzie were in a relationship, mm. which could be true. Which could be true. Yeah. So, who knows? Who knows? So, that confession was never verified. Mm-hmm. So, John, the uncle, is also a suspect for a time. Mm-hmm. He knew the layout of the home. Yes. But what would his motive be? Something it was money.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like maybe he would get stuff if his brother died.
1: Yeah. So, his brother in law. Brother in law, yes. Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. So, his business ventures weren't going very well, mm-hmm. and he needed an influx in money. Mm-hmm. But again, there's no real evidence that he killed. And his alibi checks out. People are like, no, we saw him in town. Mm-hmm. So, Emma, so the other sister, so many thought that the sisters had planned it out together, mm-hmm. but that Emma never did any of the actual killing, that she was just part of the planning. Yeah. And again, it was verified that she was 15 miles away from the house. But there is a theory that the is fake and that she was actually waiting in the attic for the telegram. There is no evidence of a guy on a horse coming to the house to give her a telegram. I'm just
0: kidding. Yeah, like, what? waiting for the telegram.
1: In her attic. In her attic. I don't know.
0: Like, where's Emma? In the I attic. need to tell her about the murder that's downstairs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I don't know. That's so weird. she's never charged with yeah. it. Another suspect is an unknown laborer. So the same afternoon that the bodies were found, a laborer was arrested and considered a suspect, but was then released. There isn't a lot of information on him, mm-hmm. but he's the suspect. <laughs> Just a guy. Just a guy. So William Borden, who the heck is that guy? Yeah,
0: I didn't get a background on him, Kara.
1: <laughs> so William Borden was the slightly ha- mentally handicapped illegitimate son of Andrew. Remember, mm. this is the eighteen hundreds. Not good to have kids outside of marriage. I mean, still not good. <laughs> like I mean, like it's what? outside of your marriage. <laughs>
0: yes like <laughs> but not it's, before it's, it's not as frowned upon yeah. now to have yeah. kids oh yeah when not you're not you're married, married. Yeah. yeah i thought you were saying that he was like had an affair and oh yeah that's what i was thinking
1: i don't know if that's oh, okay. the case yeah i don't know i don't know when he had this kid mm-hmm. but yeah please don't cheat on your that's, spouse yeah
0: that's what i'm saying like still not okay <laughs> i was more
1: of like yeah before the, you're married yeah 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 that's okay <laughs> so They had an argument several days before the murders about Andrew not giving William any money from the estate. There was no resolution to the argument and they were both mad at each other at the time of the killing. No one seems to think he was the killer because of the fact that he was mentally handicapped. Mm -hmm. But there is a theory that both the sisters, so Lizzie and Emma, Mm -hmm. John the uncle, Lizzie's defense attorney, and even Dr. Bowen, that neighbor, knew that he committed the crimes and they wanted to protect him. So they have Lizzie as, like, a scapegoat yeah. because they knew that she would not be found guilty. Huh. That's weird. So.
0: That's, like, yeah, I didn't hear about that
1: one, but it's weird that all those people would be, like, in on it. like, Yeah. Because there is the whole thing that, and, and you know, I say this later, that Lizzie's a woman. Mm-hmm. She's a Sunday school teacher. Yeah. She's a Christian lady. Mm-hmm. She would never do these. Mm-hmm. So if it's between her and William, if William did do it, mm-hmm. he would have probably got convicted yeah. for it.
0: So Especially it, even with his handicap, people yeah. would think, like, he's
1: not mentally stable. Right. So, unfortunately, mm-hmm. he probably would have went down for yeah. it. We're like, Lizzie has a better chance of getting free, mm-hmm. so we'll just have her take the fall mm-hmm. for it. Hmm. Interesting. So, mm-hmm. so oh. random note. As we look at the wounds received by Mr. and Mrs. Borden, we can draw some conclusions about the relationship, if any, between the the Bordens and the Killers. Since many were personally violent and directed towards the head, one mm-hmm. would believe that there was a close relationship between the killer and the victim. However, that is mere conjecture at this point. Also, we know that the upstairs guest bedroom was accessible only by the front staircase, and the bedroom of the parents were accessible only by the rear staircase. Did the killer know this, and was just fortunate to pick the right stairways mm-hmm. to come up? Upon Mrs. Borden cleaning up the bedroom, after Mr. Morris had left, did the previous burglary of the house have any connection to the murders mm-hmm. so that is a quote from like the police and stuff mm-hmm. so it just talks more about like the staircases specifically yeah them kind of like doing it to the head and stuff mm-hmm. Believed that you know it was, there was a personal relationship yeah. to the to the victim so i thought that was interesting mm-hmm.
0: yeah i definitely feel it and i mean if we're thinking about the william borden part Like, did he know the house well? Who knows? And did, like, Lizzie and Emma even know about him? Like, do you know?
1: I have no idea. Yeah, like,
0: who knew? Maybe Andrew was the only one that knew. So, it's hard to know if he was, like, Because according to, yeah,
1: because according to, like, the theory that Lizzie takes the fall, Mm -hmm. I would think that they would have to know who he is. Yeah. Uh, Like, the doctor knows, apparently. Yeah. Like... So I don't know. That just makes me
0: think it wasn't him because I doubt he would have like all this knowledge of the house unless they were close. Right. Closer. I have no but idea. But then we would. I feel like he'd be in the story more, not just like a little like yeah, blurb like a suspect. Yeah. I definitely think it was someone close because of the staircases and the way they were killed.
1: Yeah, yeah. it's weird mm-hmm. for sure. Do you have anything else before we get to the trial?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: I think we covered everything all on right. that part. Okay. <laughs> so the trial. So, Lizzie claims that she was in the barn at the time of the murder. Mm -hmm. The documentary said that she was looking for stuff to fish with, but the podcast says that she was eating a snack. doesn't really matter what she was doing in the barn. Fish. (laughs) She was going fishing. She's going fishing. What matters is that, remember when I was giving, like, the background of the town? It Mm -hmm. was a super, super hot day. Like, an exceptionally hot Mm -hmm. day, apparently, in the town. So, it would be really hot in the loft at the time of the murders, especially mm-hmm. if we're talking morning. Yeah. And when she was questioned, she said she was up in the loft for like 30 minutes. So police are like, it's really hot today. Mm-hmm. You're telling me that you were up in the hot loft of the barn for mm-hmm. 30 minutes. Yeah. And then when they went up there to see like stuff, there's no like the dust is still there. There's nothing that like she said that she was up there like eating pears or something. Mm-hmm. There's no like pear remnants or anything like that. Okay. So they're like, hmm, suspicious. I don't see any evidence of you being in this loft. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's really hot. Yeah. Plus, you know, women wore dresses with corsets yeah. and stuff. Hot. Hot. Yeah. yeah. So. And it's like August. Yeah. Freaking hot in August. Hot. This. So the prosecution, like we said, went straight forward and only had Lizzie as the prime suspect. Mm-hmm. The defense only needed to poke holes in the story because the defense was pretty sure, like, obviously, they're the defense. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, no, she didn't do this. Yeah. And like I said, there is no physical evidence that really draws her to mm-hmm. it. So, all the defense really had to do was to poke holes in yeah, their story. Makes them doubt. The jury doubt. So, this is a little messed up. So, the prosecution brings in the actual skulls of the parents. Oh. So, the medical examiner had decapitated the the heads. Oh, my gosh. They brought the skulls into the courtroom to see, like, the wounds on the skulls. Uh-huh. And Lizzie ends up fainting. Oh, my gosh. So, this backfires on the prosecution because now the jury has sympathy for her. Yeah. Because she faints in the courtroom after seeing the skulls of Abby mm-hmm. and Andrew. hmm this hatchet. So some places say that the hatchet was in the attic. Mm-hmm. Some people say that they found it in the basement. Doesn't really matter. But the hatchet was completely clean even after they studied it and mm-hmm. there was no handle and the handle was never found.
0: Yeah, I had that too, that they every axe or hatchet they found was like completely clean.
1: Yeah. So so that could be described as so the podcast talks about an incident where lizzie had these like pigeons in the barn that she like really cared for (laughs) this hatchet could have been broken because of this incident the Mm -hmm. podcast talks about an incident where lizzie had these pigeons in the barn that she just like cared for they Mm -hmm. were like her pets kind of and her dad was like i don't need these nasty birds in my thing Mm -hmm. so he ends up hacking these birds to death oh my gosh so birds yeah and so lizzie of course like freaks out Mm -hmm. which you know could be also part of the motive yeah dun dun so that could be why the hatchet was broken. Yeah. But again, completely clean. Mhm. So no, yeah, no blood on it.
0: And like at, I mean, who did she have all the tools to like clean blood off things? Like I know they didn't have all the things back then to look for like blood particles right. and stuff as yeah. we do now. But like you have to clean it pretty well, I would think.
1: Yeah. Cuz is it it's luminol, right? That can find blood. I have no like, idea. Like wa- like cleaned up. I think mm-hmm. it's luminol. Yeah. Like it makes it like blue and like yeah, a, yeah yeah I think it's luminol yeah. yeah so I don't know what they had but yeah. probably not luminol
0: yeah I'm sure now if that they found that they could it, definitely, in the same situation they, they, could, they could definitely yeah yeah
1: you know at the time people didn't think that women were capable of doing murders something. this brutal yeah which of course we know is not true yeah like S- they it's can sexist <laughs> women can kill just yeah. as good as men
0: yeah I mean it's true though but yeah it's like yeah. People back then, even in the 1900s, are like, oh, this girl couldn't have hacked this person or killed this kid or, like, all this stuff because, yeah, but there's
1: equally Mm -hmm. messed up women out there. Yeah. And, you know, she was a Sunday school teacher, so, Mm -hmm. you know, she's not in the community. Yeah. She's a rich woman. She's a Christian. She teaches Sunday school. Mm -hmm. So people were like, yeah, there's no way that she could have done this. So what would be her motive? She hates her stepmom. Yeah. Just can't stand her.
0: But that's the thing, I, like, in my research, it found that there was no, like, really, besides them just not liking her, like, just, you know. Yeah, like I said. Which is common, I think, with, like, step parents, but there was never, like, it didn't seem like they were, had a bad relationship. Right, yeah, like, like I said,
1: nobody, nobody ever saw or reported anything Mm -hmm. that Abby was physically abusive to the girls. So, who knows? More on her motive? So, Andrew bought Abby's half-sister a house, and Emma and Lizzie were pissed. Mm Mm-hmm. They were mad because they're like, you can buy her a house, but we can't get a nicer house than yeah, this. Yeah, we can't go to the bathroom inside. Yeah, what the heck, <laughs> dad? So he would sign properties over to Abby, and they were also have uh, pissed because <laughs> they believed that if Andrew died, Abby would have everything. Mm-hmm. And if Abby died, her half-sister would get everything, and the girls would get nothing. Hmm. So Lizzie starts to pull away. And like I said, she would avoid going down for meals. Mm-hmm. She'd be like, "Oh, I'm just not feeling good because she did not she couldn't see on Abby. Yeah, so she wanted to be as far away from her as possible and have as less contact with her as possible. Mm-hmm. And she bought a house with her inheritance money from the murders. Mm-hmm. So investigators think, so remember, the house is locked, right? And there's mm-hmm. no sign of a break-in. So investigators think, Lizzie purposefully locked all three locks on the door to make sure no one could come in. Mm -hmm. So this is weird because she usually leaves at least one of them unlocked. So her dad could come back in after he gets back from doing his business things. Mm -hmm. So it's thought that she kills Abby while her father is at work, even though the timeline kind of says Uh, that it's before again, the timeline and stuff is, is Mm -hmm. off a little bit. Yeah. Um, So it's thought that she kills Abby before her father's at work. So then that way, if he comes home while she's doing it, he's stopped by these locks Mm -hmm. until somebody lets him in the house because usually he can walk in. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because remember, her blood was sticky, so she'd been there for a while before she was found. Yeah. What about her being clean after Andrew's murder? Lizzie being clean? Yeah. Because if Lizzie did it, Mm -hmm. you know, she would have plenty of time to get cleaned up Mm -hmm. after Abby's murder. Yeah. Especially if Bridget was in on it. Because then Bridget, oh, yeah. cause then Bridget wouldn't be like, yo, why is your dress all bloody yeah. as they talked back then? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if they were in on it, she would yeah. know why. So how did she get rid of the dress? Did Bridget help her get rid of the dress after she killed Abby? Mm-hmm. Because remember, Lizzie claims to have talked to her dad when he gets home from work. So she can't yeah. have blood all over her. Well, she
0: claims that, but who knows. Right.
1: Yeah, like, we can't and if Bridget, say Bridget And if Bridget's in on it, yeah. she's going to back up that story mm-hmm. and be like, yes, I heard Lizzie talk to her mm-hmm. dad. So, if she did talk to her dad, did Bridget help her get rid of the bloody dress mm-hmm. before her dad gets home? But then she
0: bloodies two dresses, basically. Right. And then has another dress, from at least my notes, that has blood on it during the case that's like right. specks of blood.
1: That might, this might be where the specks of blood come in. Mm-hmm. So, what about her being clean after Andrew's murder? Mm-hmm. The professor um, uh, of forensic psychology that speaks on the documentary notices that in the crime scene photo of Andrew's crime scene, his overcoat is on the arm of the chair, almost like he's using that as a pillow. Mm -hmm. So she thought this was weird because he loved that coat, and so why would it be, like, wadded up Mm -hmm. on the edge of the couch? And it was a hot day, so why would he even have a coat? So the theory is that Lizzie put the coat on almost, like, backwards Mm -hmm. so that her arms went in first, and it wasn't like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like a smock. Yeah. 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 To commit the murder, mm-hmm. that way she would only have to wipe her hands and her face down. And this professor believes that nobody even touched or examined the coat, which is weird mm-hmm. because it's like, wouldn't you notice that the coat had blood on it, even if it was mm-hmm. just wadded up and laying there? And didn't she, I mean. So maybe the dress that you're talking about mm-hmm. had specks on it because maybe the coat didn't cover yeah, it all that the way. Yeah. And then the dress that she used to kill Abby is the one that Mm -hmm. she burned or that Bridget got rid of or something. Yeah,
0: it is weird because if you're going to attack someone with a hatchet, you're going to have blood splatter. And then even if they should have investigated the coat, because if it's in the room with him during the murder, it's going to have blood on it as well. So it should have been looked at. Yeah,
1: so maybe they they did look at it Mm -hmm. and they were just like... There's blood on this coat mm-hmm. because if you look at the the photo of his body, mm-hmm. his head, so remember the blows are to his head. Mm-hmm. So his head's like smashed in. Yeah. The uh, yeah, his head is like at the edge of the couch, mm-hmm. the arm, and then the coat is on the arm. Yeah. So there would be blood on the coat. Mm-hmm. So if she did do that, that's really smart yeah. <laughs> because there would be blood on it already from yeah suspicious yeah of blood that was kind of smart mm-hmm. if she was like i'll just put it on as a smock and do yeah. it and then just wad it up like he's using it as a mm-hmm. pillow it's weird
0: yeah it is weird i mean now na- yeah like it's so I've, if this happened now there's so many things we could look at because now there's blood splatter people that look at it and i'm mm-hmm. sure if they looked at the blood splatter on the coat they would be able to tell if like what direction it was facing when the murder happened or if someone yeah. was wearing it as like when they did the killing mm-hmm
1: yeah like i said bridget allegedly confesses and says that she didn't tell the truth at the trial and stated that you heard lizzie mm-hmm. um there's a theory like i said that bridget and lizzie were in a relationship the house is still there i think you can still walk through it yeah it's like I, when i was like, trying to do research it, it popped up and it was like for the lizzie Borden and do you want to go yeah okay <laughs> we'll go some point. we'll go and then some people even thought jack the ripper came to town mm. because he was doing stuff yeah. At the same time. So people were like, oh no, Jack the Ripper just came to our small town yeah. and killed people. <laughs> From last week, the
0: murders are, they thought the that one guy possibly came through too. Mm-hmm. They always like try to link it with a serial killer.
1: Yeah. But, but um. yeah, Lizzie is found not guilty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, like I said earlier, she moves in with Emma. They buy a house with the estate money mm-hmm. and then they have a falling out. Um, and as far as I know, Bridget just leaves, like, mm-hmm. working for the family after all this. Yeah, just walks away. Yeah. And this this whole thing follows Lizzie, even though she's found not guilty. Mm-hmm. This whole thing is looming over her. She's got this rhyme about her going around yeah. that makes it seem like that she's guilty. Yeah. Makes the murder sound more brutal mm-hmm. than they were. You know, they're doing 40 and 41 wax yeah. and it was only 10 and 18. Apples to apples. Apples to apples. <laughs> apples and oranges.
0: <laughs> well, it's like, 18 to 40 I mean either way
1: yeah either way it's not
0: yeah that's <laughs> not good yeah so I have some stuff that you didn't mention Lizzie didn't have a defense lawyer actually for a while I don't know how long but she did have many people coming to the trial as like a support for her because they all the women thought she was innocent because like oh women have to stick together and why would a woman do that all like all the stuff you were saying and then I there was also a doctor that came and took the stand and said that, oh, because everyone was like, why isn't she crying, like we said before, and that, like,
1: that's suspicious and all this stuff,
0: and a doctor said that he had to prescribe her morphine to sleep after the murders, because oh, she was yeah. so yeah, I'm distressed. glad you brought this
1: up, because, yeah. yeah, that morphine thing's important. Yeah,
0: like, she, like, basically, like, oh, she is in, dis- like, distress, like, so I had to prescribe her this.
1: Yeah, because that morphine thing, I don't know if you have this, mm-hmm. But she wasn't making sense when she was being questioned. Yeah, that's and, what... Yeah, Yeah. she was on morphine, and she, mm-hmm. was not, she was not... There. She wasn't all there, and yeah. they interrogated her without a lawyer, is, yeah. like like mm-hmm. you said. Yeah.
0: Okay. yeah, so they said that the thing she says, like, contradicts herself in interviews, and they attribute that to the morphine, um, like you said. And then... So Lizzie was arrested at one point on August 11th, one week after the murders, and she was sent to jail for nine months and they just kept her in jail to, like, make sure, just to keep her there to, until the trials were over and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, women's group rallied at her side, and especially women in the Christian Temperance Unit that she was, like, a part of, and they protested at her trial, and, like I said, it was a small courtroom, but it was always packed with, like, supporters of her. Mm-hmm. She could afford the best legal representation, so she ended up hiring one of the boston's most prominent defense lawyers and then joined the family attorney to advocate her innocence they were kept going back like of the evidence and the lack thereof like we said there was no bloody hatchet or axe found yeah. technically yeah and like i said about the dress like she said oh i'm wearing the same one and there is not much blood on it there is no bloody clothes found even though someone said they saw her burning it but they had no real proof of it mm-hmm. And they just said, like, they didn't think that she did it because she was a Protestant nun, like, committed I don't the think she's a legitimate no, nun, though, No, they, right? like, put it in quotes, okay. Protestant nun. Like, she was so good that, like, she couldn't have yeah. done it. But the judge still thought that she was probably guilty, in quotes, so she should remain in jail. They brought the case before a grand jury in November, and 23 jurors were, like, a part of the case.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But this is, like, also part of, like, the Irish thing. The jury consisted of farmers, tradesmen, and factory owners, most of which had daughters Lizzie's age, so, like, they were kind of, they think of their own daughters, and, sure. like, they could never do that, so it was kind of, like, swayed jury, and only one of them was an Irish person, hmm. so, like, they, she was kind of, what's the word? It's not, like, racist, maybe it is racist, like, towards Irish people, that's how they said she Like, was. she
1: discriminates against yeah, them, discriminates yeah. discriminates against them,
0: so she discriminates against Irish people, so they knew an Irish person wouldn't go in her favor based on what the the trial was saying yeah so like i said they were before the grand jury they reconvened december 1st to hear a dramatic testimony which we already talked about this this is where alice russell is the one that said that she saw Mm -hmm. lizzie burning the one dressed but alice russell stayed this is just weird i mean it's not that important i guess but alice russell stayed in the house with Lizzie, a single 40-year-old woman, which I don't know if they were lovers, like, possibly Bridget. She stayed with Lizzie in the house, but apparently, the brutalized victims, like, Abby and Andrew, were on, stretched out on mortician boards in the dining room still. I don't know if that's true or not, but they're saying that they left the bodies in there in the dining room, stretched out on partition boards. Okay. If that is true, that's that's messed up. up. And this, like Alice is like, yeah, I'll stay over even though there's dead bodies in the kitchen.
1: No. What? Well, because the timeline that I read says that they took Andrew's body out at like one in the afternoon. Mm, So maybe
0: it is wrong, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. If that's, that is, that's weird. Right?
1: Yeah. I would say that's, that's weird Mm -hmm. because then, you know, as a daughter, I'm like, I don't want to sleep, one, I don't want to sleep in the same house mm-hmm. my parents were killed in anyway. Yeah. But two, to still have their bodies there. Yeah, and apparently yeah.
0: she fainted when she saw the skulls. So I'm like, you saw, you might have seen their bodies every day or yeah. at least knew they were in the house. Right. Yeah, it's weird. So, and then they heard this testimony December 1st, which was a Sunday, the Sunday after the murders. So, they heard this testimony December 1st, but it said that Lizzie burned the dress that she hid in a pantry closet. Um, the Sunday after the murders.
1: That so- could possibly the dre- be the dress that Bridget got rid of. Yeah, possibly. After Abby, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And hid it in that cupboard or yeah, whatever. Yeah, hid it somewhere. And during the trial, Lizzie's defense attorney told her to dress like a helpless maiden, even though she didn't act that way at all, like, in her everyday life. Like, mm-hmm. she was, like, power- like pro- powerful, like, woman that knew, yeah. like, what she was worth, like, all that stuff. But they told her to dress in all black, a tight corset. She held flowers... And a fan. So, like, oh, like, I'm innocent, I'm a girl, just, like, That's, warning. like, such a
1: thing, though. Yeah. It's, like, it <laughs> reminds me of Jodi Arias. Mm-hmm. She's the one who was convicted of killing her boyfriend slash ex-boyfriend mm-hmm. brutally. Because she was, like, you know, people say that she's a beautiful woman. I mm-hmm. don't think she's that pretty. <laughs> just saying. But, um, you know, like, she, you know, would have, like, bleach blonde hair that she would mm-hmm. dye and, like, all this stuff. Yeah. But then when she walks into the courtroom, she almost looks like... Very homely. Yeah, like they have glasses on her. Mm-hmm. She's got like the straight across like bangs, mm-hmm. like very you like, and then gets straight across <laughs> bangs. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like they yeah. make her look like super like innocent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's like a thing where yeah. you like, dress like this, mm-hmm. so you th- so the jury thinks that you're not like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: The newspapers described her as quiet, modest, and well-bred when she was in the courtroom so the <laughs> jury only convened for like what it was minutes yeah before they it's like said. 15 minutes yeah. yeah and then but they waited an hour to come out because they didn't want to seem like they got there too quickly and they said that she was innocent and yeah she stayed in her home but a lot of people shunned her didn't like her she's pestered with pranks She even had, four years later, she had a warrant out for her arrest for shoplifting. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so she had something going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know what the shoplifting has to do with anything, but yeah, she did have a warrant out, and then she died in 1927, like you said earlier, Mm -hmm. from natural causes. So yeah, that was the only thing I had to add. I just thought the the jury was interesting, and the possibility that the bodies were in the house. Yeah,
1: that... For that a that doesn't make sense to me yeah. that, that they would do that so who knows but yeah, yeah. that's it that's, so what do you think who i did think that lizzie did it
0: who done it i think that lizzie and like someone else was in on it and whether that's emma or bridget someone had to be in on it yeah I think, for her to like get away with as much as she
1: did but I think she was the one that did the killings, mm-hmm. and then someone knew she had to have help doing it, mm-hmm. because there is that idea of whether the murders are an hour and a half apart or mm-hmm. three minutes apart. that's mm-hmm. a lot of blood to clean up, yeah, so I don't know
0: it had, yeah, and it had to be planned, I think ahead mm-hmm. of time, like this is the day after yeah. this these people leave, and this is what we're gonna do with the dress, the hatchet the whatever it is, like yeah. But I also feel like there's a lot of cracks in the system. They didn't search the house probably as well. Like, if her dress really was in a cupboard, they should have been able to find that. If there is a weapon somewhere. Like, I just, it's not thoroughly searched as well yeah. as it would have been now. It's, what do uh, you think? Do you think she did it? Yeah. Kara yeah. <laughs> just nods, yeah. thinking that people could see her.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, here's my thing. If Bridget was cleaning windows and she mm-hmm. was actually in the barn and Bridget went to go get water from the barn and stuff, mm-hmm. yeah, it's possible that it could be another burglary, but it's in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. like it's it's mid morning. Yeah. Is a burglar really gonna come in
0: to the house? Mm-hmm. And witnesses say, like neighbors and stuff said they never saw anyone leave or enter yeah. the house. Whether that was Lizzie leaving or entering, or whether it was a random person leaving or entering.
1: So, like, yeah, maybe it could be a stranger Mm -hmm. or the same guy that robbed the house earlier. Mm -hmm. But But, not as likely, I would say. Yeah, because then it goes back to, like, with how personal the crimes were, Mm -hmm. where it's, like, at the head, they're brutal, you have to look at the person Mm -hmm. to do it. That's, and them look at you and be, like, yeah. scared. That's also what makes me think it's somebody that they're close to. Mm-hmm. So, I think Lizzie and Bridget were in on it. Yeah.
0: That's why I'm like, Bridget, I feel like she had to have heard something. It's so weird to me. Even yeah. if even if she's cleaning windows, whether it's on the first floor. If you get hacked once and that doesn't kill you, you're going to scream. You're going to, like... Maybe. It like, could be a like, shock. Yeah, it could be. But, like, I feel like you'd hear something. It's probably loud. I've never heard someone get hit with an axe, but it seems like it would be loud. Yeah. Hitting the floor, and, like, if they're still down whacking them, that's going to be loud. So, it is weird to me that, like... And, like, is that her house? or the picture that you have of it? Yeah. Like, that's not that big of a distance between the top floor and the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. I can hear things downstairs. Like, maybe not in the basement yeah. because the We'll lawn, post the
1: but... pictures on Instagram. Yeah.
0: I just... It's suspicious. Bridget didn't supposedly hear anything. And, yeah, it could be, like, a lover's thing. Maybe peop- more people knew about Bridget and Lizzie, like, the parents, and were gonna tell or kick them out or something. Like, mm-hmm. who knows? So.
1: Yeah. This is the house, and we'll put mm-hmm. on Instagram, that they lived in after the murders. Mm-hmm. This looks like a much nicer house yeah, than this one up here. hmm So. We'll see.
0: See what. I wa- yeah, I want to see it inside, because I do want to, see- I'm curious what the staircases yeah. look like. Because then I'll have a better picture of, like, if someone came in. Like, if I came in not knowing this house and wanted to get to some room, would I be able to in, like, this amount of time? Like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
1: like, yeah. I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. It's Sorry. weird. But that's the yeah. case. Good case. Of Andrew and Abby Borden's cold case murder. Yeah. It'll never be solved. Probably not. Yeah, it's too far, I think, out to be yeah. solved. There is a museum in the town, I think that Mm -hmm. has like you can look at the hatchet of like with the broken handle Mm -hmm. and stuff off of it so
0: yep so if you live in that area you can go see it if not if you ever go near Boston
1: 50 miles from Boston yeah.
0: Fall River is the city two cold cases in a row yeah sorry no (laughs) no it's okay I like cold cases it's fun to talk about like to speculate and and conspire and yeah yeah. so we'll see what we do next week it's my pick and I haven't thought of (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's okay that was me last week I'm yeah. like I got an, I don't know yeah either. yeah so
0: yeah sorry the episode's so long <laughs> it's a it was like a
1: lot of it information. Was a lot of, yeah in the case so. I went like overboard this week because I was like ooh, last yeah. week I was like listening to it editing and I'm like wow mm-hmm. you don't talk ever yeah
0: well it's probably it's like this week was more organized too because you had better organization than like I normally just type out things, and I'm like, all right, well, as they come up, I'll mention them. Oh, <laughs> so, you're fine. Yeah. Good.
1: Remember to follow us on Instagram, at Alate Murder, and if you want us to do any cases, any con- any uh, conspiracies, my friend Emma was like, are you going to do ghosts? I'm oh. like, I don't know, maybe. She, she got she got two ghosts in her house, apparently. Ugh. There's so.
0: There's, like, a weird ghost story that...
1: I mean, really anything. So if you have anything mm-hmm. that you all want us to talk about, you can email us at murder at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and let us know.
0: All right. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for A Latte Murder. Ta <laughs> done.